Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 4, Episode 2, Let the Great World Turn. As always, I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Season 4 of Ozark for the first time because it just dropped on Netflix, well, recently. It didn't just drop on Netflix, but it was, you know, it's, it's a recent drop. Anyway, I am here, as always, with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Kurt, hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. The end. The end. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we'll, we'll we'll try to shoe hammer some Ozark content in here. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also going to see how many times I can shoe hammer the phrase shoe hammer into the podcast. Uh, at some point, I'm going to use the word gaslighting in the podcast. I really <laughs> can think of a, a way I'm going to shoe hammer that in. But anyway, <laughs> I love it. I can't wait to hear about it. So we have finally watched. Episode two, by the way, uh, I, I, we should point out that ah, maybe we shouldn't point out. We could point out that we, we watched this quite a while ago. <laughs> we, we, we did not report this, record this podcast uh, today, in fact. Uh, but, it, you know, it, it, it felt like you say that because... you you say that for you. But Michelle, I just got off watching the episode. Yeah, I know. But when this drops, we will not have just watched no. the episode. Really? I thought this comes. OK. I thought we made these to order. Like, right as someone clicks to listen to a podcast, we actually get a notification on your phone. Like, oh, someone wants to listen to us. We drop what we're doing. And we, <laughs> this is this is what. Did you, did you, did you, um, look like Batman? Have you ever done that with the podcast? It, Put it in a request. <laughs> yeah, why do you ask, Mr. Sal? Well, because. I mean, I, I, I'm interested to know where that theory came from. No, did oh, you just made to order podcasts. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I thought so. I thought that's what we did. I thought well, if we get notified, someone wants to listen to us. So every time someone wants to listen to us, we sit here for like an hour and talk. So everyone gets a unique podcast. Folks, please don't ever do that to us. Well, just know so, the <laughs> podcast you're listening to right now is unique and made just for you, listener. Like, who, who, if you're listening to this, you're the only person in the world to listen to this variation. I think. No promises, but yeah, anyway. make sure you emphasize that part. <laughs> well. Okay, uh, let's let's take a guess at each other's ratings here. So, I think I mean you gave the last episode a nine or a ten. Where did you end up landing on that? Nine, a nine. Yeah. Okay, so I mean I, uh, hmm, I think he gave us a ten. A reasoning? You 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 always give me slack for not giving any reasoning. <laughs> I know if I say well, something without reasoning, all really without reasoning. Uh, I think he gave it a 10 because uh, you had in- individually no gripes about the last episode. All of your gripes were just echoes of my gripes. So my gripes were uh, not really here in this episode. See, this is why I didn't want to give any explanation because it's just going to give I'll cut you off right there. Just say, rest <laughs> I was going to guess you gave this a 10. And the reason why is because there's a man who's feeling guilt and struggling with his faith in a, a sense, in a, in a way of that. So I think you gave this a 10. <laughs> you think that Navarro is struggling, is feeling guilt? Something he's feeling so if not guilt, he's feeling something, he's feeling worry, I think, more than guilt, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, I, I, I'm not sure, I'd maybe guilt for his family. Guilt. If, if he's worried uh, for his family, 
Oh, well, that's still just worry. That's not, I mean, he, he's, I don't think he's feeling any, like he did anything wrong or that he's doing, I mean, he's not confessing it. Uh, we're going to get into that later. Anyway, um, I assume you were talking about Omar Navarro, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So, all right. So I. And his goater. Sorry. That you gave it a 10. Yeah. Okay. So I have guessed that you gave it a 10. Did you give it a 10? I did give it a 10. Okay. Good for you. Did you give it a ten or was this? Uh, no, I gave it a nine. Wow, I gave what, it a, nine. what a big ploy! Well, come on, <laughs> why would you give it a nine? Uh, because it's it's just not it's not coffee black, you know. It's just not. It's it's not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's the not. badger. It's, 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 it's let the great world spin. You're right. Yeah, it's not those things. It's not fire pink. It's it's not. It's not even on. A, it's not close to on a level with those things. But. It is a great episode. It's much better than last week. I, I, I much prefer this episode to the not last week's. <laughs> I much prefer this episode to episode one. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'll agree with you. This is no game day. But maybe no, next episode I, I could agree. be game day. It's no game day. It's no game day. Either. Maybe next episode could be game day. I don't know. It could be. Any day could be a game you know, day. That's the beauty of know, the game day. You know, the thing is, there ain't no day like a game day. Yes, yes, yes. A wise man once said that. You you always have to shoe hammer a game day into every Ozark podcast. No, I haven't. I look back to episode one, the premiere, like episode one, season one, the premiere. Did I ever talk about game day in that? I don't think I mentioned talk, game day once in season one. Talked about petty. And then you said, ain't no game day. Ain't no petty like a game day, petty. So yes, <laughs> you did shoehorn game day in there. In season one? <laughs> In episode one, oh, in season one. Oh, no, not in season one, of course. <laughs> <Season yet>. one. <laughs> right. I thought you said episode one. But right, Petty, well. Petty is the, also you. I think you invoked Petty last episode because, yeah, Petty, he was a great, he was probably the best of the FBI. He's the best FBI I had to offer. Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do miss Well, so, so you, you love this. You like, love it so much that you give it the same rating you give game day. It's, it's not as good as game day, but it's very good. Yeah. Yes, you I really enjoyed not, it. Well, this is not one way out. That's for sure. You're right. It's not. And I'm happy <laughs> it's not. Yeah. <laughs> you. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, no, I really did enjoy this episode. It's, it's pretty great. I, although I, I will tell you, like, this up, uh, this series is not made for one episode at a time consumption. <laughs> what's the ending so what Nelson drives people all the time like it's fine what do you mean are you worried that they got in a car crash that doesn't happen until later no. I think and that's the birds so you're confused it's not it's, it's not it's not even that so much mm-hmm. it's just that you know we just finished covering Dexter New Blood that was a week-to-week show right yes every episode was really its own self-contained story I mean, I really felt that way and I can I can go back and look at any of these episodes those any of those episodes and tell you broadly what they're about. I can't do this with Ozark. Like I just, I just can't. Like Ozark is just like a perpetual stream. It's like one of those speed bags. You know what I'm talking about? The, the boxers use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Ozark is. It's it's just like it's just it's never stops. It's unrelenting. Unrelenting. It's like French fries. Yeah. I I don't, I don't get that reference. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of French fries. <laughs> it's like a lot of French fries. I like French fries. So like, it's a good, it's good. It's match made in heaven. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I know I've, I've talked about this before on our Ozark podcast, but it's like, this is a tremendously difficult series to cover on the podcast. I think it's, it's really hard. It's, it's a harder lot of than scenes. anything else. There's a lot of scenes. There's so many scenes. And there's, like, there's always just the, there's there's like one episode ever with breathable moments where you're really focused on like this character and this other character for an extended period of time it's like one way out is it i think that's why i love that episode so much <laughs> but, but i mean really it, it is it is unrelenting but it's, it's really great it's a somehow i don't know how they do it but somehow they manage to balance plot and character in a series that is ridiculously plot heavy. You're right. No, no, you're right. There's there's so much plot that happens in Ozark for the most part. I think maybe the least plot heavy season, season two, maybe. No, even that, like, yeah, no. Yeah, there's every a lot episode. of plot going on. <laughs> yeah, there's every episode of Ozark, except maybe Kaleidoscope, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to rag on Kaleidoscope too much. There's some good stuff in there, but you know, ev- every episode makes Patty a lot better. It, it does make Penny better, but it, but it's just it, it just is very plot heavy. Not that it's overly weighted toward plot, but in that there's so much plot. Just everything. There's there's every scene, even the scenes that develop character are driving the plot. And that's pretty impressive, actually. So, because uh, because I don't feel like any characters get short shrift ever in ozark i feel like characters are really fleshed out and well developed i really would like to have a word with you who <laughs> yeah four three i said three. Oh, oh. oh all right well, oh. I, I barely even qualify him as a character at this point <laughs> but i mean the characters that they have that they actually do spend time with are really well fleshed out they're really really developed they're all yeah no i agree they are actually all really good characters the only one that's a bit one dimensional that they have i i I mean maybe you'll argue they're not a big steel character evans is a bit i i mean yeah i mean evans is mad to me yeah but i mean how how significant is evans really like evans is not even gonna say it's like how significant is he really he's he's as significant as like nix was like really i mean Petty was fleshed out. He was a significant character. And Miller is, is a significant fair character. But Evans never really was. So, Wow. Yeah. You say was, um, he's gone. Yeah, well, he, he's he's about to be. You watch. Mark my words. Mm. Hope that. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, so now uh, regarding Navarro here, uh, yeah. I... Did love his scenes. They're terrific. I'm not convinced he's feeling a ton of guilt, although he does seem to have a live-in priest. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> did he refer to him as like? I mean, he's a priest, but like, does this priest have like a one-way communication with God in some way? <laughs> I mean, I, I like to know. imagine my my. I, I this isn't at all. Like, they have never hinted at this at all. But I like to think that this man went up to Navarro and said. I am like the reincarnate, like I am God on earth, or I have like a one way, t- I can speak with God, like, trust me, like I can, I, I chat with him, like, always, like, trust me, so he's like, okay, then you're with me, and then that's, then this guy is just, so this guy's just with him, because <laughs> he told him he could, like, speak to God. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. funny but am, am i reading that wrong though he no is no it definitely seems right? like a yeah it seems like he's always in that room he's in like the big meeting yeah. room where like 
private things are discussed as we saw last episode and, yeah i mean that's you know. not navarro going to church that's navarro going to that room where he has his own like little chapel yeah no yeah no because he because he was there he was there in the first episode as well in that same room yeah that's what that's what that's where he was um when marty and wendy came to talk we were talking mm-hmm. to navarro and there they were in there yeah so he's a mole he could be I'm, 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 peg, peg, I'm running up the flag on that one right now. Priest is a mole. For who? Uh, for uh, what's his Lalo? Uh, I mean, Javi. <laughs> Javier, okay. Javi's yeah. mole. Could be. Yeah. That's what I think. Right. I'll go. I'll, okay. I, I go I, I'm also, I am also more convinced that Darlene is sick. Mm, what, what makes I, you think that? I mean, she's she just seems like someone who is trying to get her affairs in order and maintain her legacy. Mm. You know, is, do you know what I mean? Like when 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 Wyatt and Ruth, and what do you make of that scene when Wyatt and Ruth are riffing on these this designer heroine? I I think she, she's she's thinking she doesn't like that. She doesn't like the idea of designer heroine, or she doesn't yeah. like designer Ru- Wyatt and Ruth, like getting along so famously no i think she's in mind if they get along i think she doesn't like designer heroin and then i think when the, the next scene or not the next scene but like when uh carrie the the chef is there mm-hmm. ready to is- be an influencer mm-hmm. uh she she kind of slaps back against it because she doesn't like carrie she doesn't like this whole idea of designer heroin because she's yeah. a fashion type and thinks that they're a common person should be able to have a heroin Okay, I she just seems frantic to me. I I think she's sick. You you don't agree with me? No, not yet. Not yeah. Right now, you're still crazy, Mister Sal. Still crazy to me. Well, that you know, I've been called that before regarding box companies, for example. Yeah, how, how has that panned out for you? I mean, I think it's canon. <laughs> you think it's already panned out for you? <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't think they need to do anything else with it. I think I, <laughs> I think that's just canon. Ridiculous. <laughs> <No. laughs> one man works in a box company. Another guy owns a box a company. company. Therefore, he must work for his box. Ridiculous. Owns a box company. Like the guy who worked. Never mind. This is this is lost. So at any rate. All right. So do you want to go? You want to get into our survivor spectacular here? Or do you want to start? Uh, or do you want to talk about? Well, what do you want? What do you want to talk about the survivors? If you want to talk about the survivor spectacle, I'll tell you a few things of how I feel about this episode. I'm glad to see Jim in the fray. I'm I'm elated, right? It's a shame to see Sam's gambling addiction, and yeah, you, you hate, <laughs> you absolutely hate to see the Franks soon <laughs> Jr. in the episode. You just hate to see it, really. You do. <laughs> yeah, you you uh, <laughs> you didn't lose anything this week, but this no. is a rough week for you. I know. I, I didn't even finish. It. I didn't even finish it. And man, it's a real disgrace to see Maya get in that car alone. <laughs> I don't think Shendi got up to her, but but it is uh, it is. I'm not happy think, to see that. I th- I think there's a non-zero chance that she gets killed. There is a non-zero chance. Like I don't think she'll get killed, but like it doesn't help if she's in the car going to a place. I know. <laughs> like yeah. it, like it doesn't help where she's going. Is all yeah. I'm saying. Especially now the fact yeah. she has a baby. Like I feel like. Well, we're gonna get another Zeke 2.0. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, Maya has a mother who's who's about to become a character on the show. So yeah, <laughs> my my yeah. guess is we're not gonna see Maya with the birds or with Wilson for a while. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, I, I like I said, you didn't lose anybody this week, or this this not this week. You didn't lose anybody in this episode, but this was a bad episode for your team. Yeah, yeah, it was, but we'll we'll rally together. Especially if you think Darlene's sick and gonna die. I mean <laughs> I know. Well, Darlene was my last pick. So I mean I, I fully expect Darlene to be dead by the end of this. Mm-hmm. Well, you also didn't think Nix would die and you made him. Yeah, that was a bad one. That was a really bad my one. My third pick, that was Miller here being driven off off the sea. <laughs> I, I will say in the episode when they invoked that Jim has to make a choice between the Wilkes and the birds, which we can chat about that either. Yeah, or yeah, later. yeah. <laughs> oh, we can chat my, about it. I think my choice is obvious. I hope he goes with the birds for uh, two reasons. <laughs> One, I, I kind of like that for the story. Number two, I don't want Wilkes coming back this season. <laughs> so. Well, I think one way or another, if they're invoking Wilkes, I think one way or another, he's coming back this season. Maybe like a quick cameo appearance. I think Sam, Sam's appearance made me happy because it seemed like it was just a cameo, but look, I'm kicking him out. He does have an actual gambling addiction now. Yeah. <laughs> but he has a system he's making. But uh, He seems like tailor-made collateral damage. No, mm, mm. <laughs> I hope not. Three, <laughs> three is the perfect collateral damage. Ah, three is just hanging out in the pool. <laughs> drown. I would be shocked if three dies. If th- I, I, I am hoping three dies. I, at this point, I mean, Jim Reynoldsworth was my first pick. But at this Jim point, was not a wise I, decision now. Yeah, I know it doesn't look as wise now. But now I feel more safe with my three pick, not my third pick. That was next. You're number my two, pick three, of yeah. three Langmore. Yeah, that, that was poor on you. You should have picked. You should not have picked three second. And just should have waited till third. <laughs> just kind of confusing. Well, like I said, I don't remember who had the first pick here, so I don't know. Either I, I, I don't remember the I don't remember the drafting but exactly. Yeah. But anyway, so anyway. yeah. So, yeah, that's so that's a, not 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 great, not a great week for me. And my yeah, uh, so our, our standings remain the same. I still have eight living characters, but you have nine, so you're headwind by one at this point. But yeah. anyway, all right. So uh, I don't like this title very much. I don't understand it. Help me. No, me either. I thought I was hoping you. <laughs> I didn't know this was like a reference. Like, <laughs> let the great world spin. I'm like, this sounds like a reference. I just don't. There, know well, there is a book. There is a book called Let the Great World Spin. Oh, there but you it's go. Not, but the, but no, this episode is called Let the Great World Turn, isn't it? I I wrote spin. Oh man, did I? Uh, did I do this again? Uh, uh, did, did I? I did the same thing with Dexter New Blood. I had I had a different title stuck in my head, and I don't know why. It's been. It's been. Are you kidding me? So tell me about well, the book, Mr. Sal. Well, I don't I don't really know much about the book because I dismissed it. Because, <laughs> well, <laughs> because let me just very you know, you go for go here to Wikipedia. Well, we, while, while you look that up, I want to apologize to the listeners because I announced the title of this episode in the beginning as Let the Great World Turn, and it's actually Let the Great World Spin. So that's my bad. It's a relatively recent book, it's not that old. What do you yeah, think? It, it, it was, uh, well, the issues whenever I try looking up things for like a very quick synopsis, like I see this massive plot thing. And then all, all, all the synopsis <laughs> is is just like, a, like, oh, here's one. Okay. In the dawn lighting of a late summer morning, the people of Lower Manhattan stand hushed, staring up in disbelief at the Twin Towers. It is August 1974. A mysterious tightrope walkers running, dancing, leaping between the towers. Oh, that's right. Bended a quarter mile above the ground. In the streets below, a slew of ordinary lives become extraordinary in best-selling novelist, blah, 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 stunning, intricate portrayal, uh, portrait of a city and its people. 
so so what is this about a group of others it's the, the i think it's about the guy who walked the tightrope across the world trade center okay have you ever heard of that no but i mean now i have yeah that actually <laughs> did happen there was a big documentary made on it a few years ago man on wire i think it was called man on wire I'm pretty sure it was. I want to know what the sequel they put to the to the documentary would be like. A man on wire, and then know, a boy in a cannon. I don't know. Oh my god! Something, something with that. But anyway. Well, well, I still don't. Uh, that I mean, that doesn't help me. I still don't understand this title much at all. There's more to it. I just couldn't be. There's more to the title. No, there's more to this big synopsis. But then it, it gets well, yeah, longer. but I don't want to read listen, that. I, I'm not I, reading I, a book I, here. Yeah, if we're not, if you if you need to read this uh, this book that I, I mean I had never heard of before this, like, it, but that doesn't mean it's not popular. But if you need to read this book to get this title, I'm not sure that I'm down with the title. Like, oh, maybe maybe oh, oh maybe we'll read the book between next recordings, Mister Sal. No, we definitely assignment. won't. It's like it's just like a co- regular college assignment, just reading an entire book yeah. before next class. It's, I yeah, know. I know. Regular, it's so unreasonable. But no, I, I I'm not going to do that. But at any rate, I, I don't I don't like this title. You know, I mean, let the great world spin. If we're forgetting about the book title for a minute, you know, I, I mean, I guess what what they're saying is things happen and the world continues spinning. Like you know, it, things happen. We're all and, microscopic. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but again, the see, the Ozark does this with with their episode titles. They, they could be it could that could be for any episode of Ozark. Well, Mr. Sal, I'm pretty sure in the Ozark universe, the Earth spins twice as fast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you can tell you can tell by the way when they like have to handle dead corpses. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So how and how exactly do you use the dead corpse to tell that? Uh, the way they're dead. Oh, the way they're dead. How silly yeah. of me. Yes. Okay. It's simple well, physics. Thank- Thanks for clearing that up, Kurt. I really appreciate that. So that I think that's why this episode's titled that. Okay. I don't know. But this, this, remind, this, this reminds me of like the cost or all in. Like <laughs> these are titles that could reply to any any Ozark episode. Okay. Actually, I thought of something. Maybe because this episode has like a time jump. It's like, oh, look, the world kept spinning after what happened at the end of last episode. Like it kept spinning. And now we're here. Yeah, I mean, it, I have a yeah. later. it had like a what, like a two week time jump. It wasn't like a huge time jump. Yeah, no, it was it was massive. Mm, okay, I was going to ask you how how long you thought it was. I was going to say two three weeks, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, well, we know Wilson is eight days early, or no, she's she's Wilson's been eight, eight days, eight days old. Yeah, but he also came early. So if they were already talking about her maternity leave last time, I. I I can imagine she was probably within a month of her due date. So I, I'm guessing, yeah, like two weeks, maybe three at the most. I sense, judging by how we have talks of election cycles, right? Like the sheriff, mm-hmm. the new sheriff saying, oh, we have to get a sheriff next election cycle. And, you know, Jim and Wendy's discussion, right, about yep. trying to control the Midwest, that we'll have another time jump this season, certainly, to after or to during this election cycle well i mean 
that is a really easy prediction to make, Kurt. That there we're <laughs> we're gonna have another time what? jump. What? What? Yeah, I mean they're not. It's not in real time, so of course we're gonna have a time jump at some point. Well, I I made my prediction. I mean, make it. Am I flying in a uh, cell? It's my prediction. It's not your prediction. I, I, I don't want you to take any of the credit after the, those comments. I would have let you hop on. I would have let you hop on there. But after what you said there, you're not welcome. You are not I don't welcome. Wa- I don't want to be on this prediction. That's a crappy well, so, prediction. So that means it's you don't think this prediction. is going to happen? So you don't think this is going to happen? <laughs> I think you need to specify the length of time jump. <laughs> I mean, a time jump could be like two hours, and that's a time jump. Like, yeah, but like, you know, at least a few days. No, that's ridiculous. That's <laughs> a few ridiculous. Months, at least. Oh, well, hey, now, if you want to predict a few month time jump, uh, that I would give credit for that. What do I say? Okay, what if I say at least a month time jump? That's that's a that's a good that's a decent prediction. That's oh a bold yeah, prediction. oh yeah, easily. Oh easily. Okay, I'll back that right. back that horse. A month time jump. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go the opposite way and say you're wrong. We're not gonna get a month time jump. Oh, not for next talk- episode. But just we're talking gonna- about. We're talking about part one, right? Not part two included. No, I want to include part two. I want. I want to include oh, everything. Well, then, yes, of course. Well, no, you I can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't be impressed by my prediction and then go. Ah, never mind. I because I thought we were talking about part one. I'll get fired. I'll get fired. I will. I here. Here are the terms I'll agree to: one month time jump, part one only, or three month part jump include part two, three month jump. So mm-hmm. if either of those happen, I I I am. Hail does correct. That's a that's a huge jump for Ozark. Three months. Yeah, I mean, they then, only then do don't that. then then don't then don't back me. The only time they have a jump that big is like between seasons. Okay, then don't back me. I don't back you. Okay, good, wonderful. Then I have a good prediction. I I, I don't think we're gonna have a one month time jump mm-hmm. between at any point in in part one here. Okay. All right. Any other predictions you want to make? bold or otherwise <laughs> it seems that my prediction have been bold enough for you they've they've scared you off like a little mouse mm. how long does javi have to live not the <laughs> whole season <laughs> and how many people does he kill along the way uh, like characters so. more if it wasn't for marty actually no <laughs> none if it wasn't for marty because it's all marty's fault oh that's right what that later some gaslighting that's the gaslighting i'm referring to <laughs> wonderful Huh? Well, how, how do you feel about uh marty's and maya's uh relationship not, not like they're having like an actual relationship but like the the way they you know communicate with each other marty comes over to her place reasons mm-hmm. with her navarro at some point right he, he tells her a bit of a truth that like oh despite wendy's wishes you know he tells her the truth that javier's around mm-hmm. this other stuff I like yeah that. it's it's um there's a lot of trust here between these two somehow there's a lot of trust because i mean marty is trusting her with the information that he promised wendy he wouldn't share the hobbies here but miller is trusting marty which by the way i think we can start calling her maya now they're they're all calling her maya at this point so i think it's okay if we call her maya uh i originally didn't want to use the term Maya because we were calling Petty Petty and Evans Evans. We never used their first names, but since Marty keeps on calling her Maya, and even Wendy's calling her Maya, everybody's calling her Maya in the birdhouse. So I think we can call her Maya. So um at this point, uh, you know, not only is Marty trusting her with that information, but Maya is trusting Marty with her address, her home address, 
Like she doesn't know if people are following Marty. She doesn't know what Marty is telling Navarro. Like she she won't meet with Navarro by being picked up at her home, but yet she doesn't mind telling Marty where her home is. So there's a ton of trust between these two, which is pretty interesting to see. You know, there we see the viewpoint that Marty is working Maya, and to some degree, it's true, right? Like he has mm-hmm. gained her trust, but in the same token, Maya has worked Marty. <laughs> Yeah, in the yeah. sense that you know, Marty trusts Maya too to an extent, right? It, she, yeah. I mean, she might get the opportunity to, well, not fully arrest and take down Navarro like they want to, might be able to have some concessions that might, I don't know what'll happen to his operation, I and mean, we'll have to see. But, um, right, you know, it's not, it's just not a one way road, it's not like Marty is tricking and fooling Maya, it seems as though it is, you know. There's, there's some mutual benefit here. There is, yeah, there is. Yeah. So is Maya a single mom? I, I guess. It, it would appear it's, so. It seems, seems that way, yeah. We've never seen her with anyone. We've never seen her with anyone, so. and um, yeah, so that's my assumption. Especially if she's she's elated by the fact her mother will come here to care for the child and not yeah. whoever else, you know, so. yeah. I mean, Charlotte, I only, Charlotte only dropped Jonah once. That's a good record. Mr. Sal, would you reveal how many times you dropped babies? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Wise. <laughs> that is like, that, that was probably the funniest line in Ozark, maybe ever. I'll <laughs> uh, take that back. Uh, the funniest line, other than like, that wasn't delivered by a Langmore there. So. Yeah. yeah, I, I like the, uh, I mean, Ruth does a really funny line in this episode when he's talking about Jonah. When she's talking about Jonah to Darlene, she, he's one of those uh, Savorants. Savorants. <laughs> or something. Yeah. I don't know. I love that. That's oh, funny. I take you know, I take that back. Marty's had one funnier line at least. Uh, my one probably my favorite comical line in Ozark is then the the pilot when he's trying to withdraw all his cash oh, and <laughs> they're giving him a hard time and he says if i want to to <laughs> fill my hot tub and i and play scrooge mcduck that is 100 my right now where's my money <laughs> yeah. that was great that was good anyway yeah so. so all right well let's let's move on to the symbols here so um, we start with the z why did you have more that you wanted to talk about uh oh i I wanted to pick your brain about oh. what your favorite, what your favorite scene was. Oh, my favorite scene. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Part. After, uh, you, well, after you, after you did that to me last week. Now, now well, I can prepare. Now I, so I have, you. I have it narrowed down to two. Okay. Why? I hope you don't oh, yeah, okay. say one of yours and I'll say the other one. If we share, cause I don't well, want you stealing my thunder again. The the last scene, the, which is a really long extended scene. Okay, you count that all as one big scene. Well, then, no, yeah, I guess I, I guess from the time from the time they woke up, they got the phone call. But yeah, so yeah, pretty. yeah, yeah. That that is one of mine. So you've already done, okay. you've already stolen one. So stop. Well, though I don't think I'm going to pick that one though because that's chalk, okay. right? That, that's well, just like chalk. that's easy. That's oh, just easy. easy. It's, I, it's I figured that's what pick. chalk means. You tell me. I thought yeah. in my head immediately, I thought I meant chalk means like that's what that's that's what like. The normie, that's what a normal person, that's, that's what someone who layman would pick. Ah, I said, well, person well this, uh, I mean, in an extreme sense, I guess that's, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it that extreme, but when I say it's chalk, I mean, 
Yeah. Like that's a knee jerk reaction because it's the last scene and it's a really good scene. So of course it makes you forget all the previous scenes, but I don't think that is my favorite scene actually. Okay. If so you I, still I think scene that I, I'm going to feel, I'm going to be really angry. Mr. Sal. I hope you know. I, I probably, I probably will. But remember you asked me first. So Helen's house is my, is my oh, actual favorite. Okay, scene. Thank goodness. Hey, yeah, so, so what Javi okay. well, t- brings Marty to clean up the mess, and the sheriff shows up, and Javi's hiding in the back room. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I love that scene. That was great. Right. Yeah, no, that is a great scene. I agree. My, uh, my, my other favorite. I probably will pick the chalk here, but my other favorite scene that I was contention with was um, Wendy's second meeting with Claire with Marty around. And that's then, always great too oh my god i love when they shake people down mouth. yeah basically it's yeah. just shaking down this massive ceo of a, of a you know big company for 150 yeah. million dollars i mean yep. it is a shakedown at first and then it turns into like, well listen though we've got a solution and then this illegal trade whatever there you go so. yeah no i i i do love when they shake people down it reminded me so much of when they were purchasing the big muddy oh and remember <laughs> yeah yeah I, I which is another bit that i really loved so yeah no, that's a great scene uh no i, I give you I, I i give you props for that that's a good one but you're gonna you're gonna go with chalk the last scene yeah i'll go with the last one the last chalk scene for is, a reason yeah yeah it is and it's spectacular there's nothing wrong like there's nothing wrong with picking that as your favorite scene i specifically i, I, I listed it i i i determined to eat, like I know uh, my head takes scenes as like whenever the camera shifts and we're in a new place, technically, mm-hmm. that's a new scene. If it's like different characters. Well, technically, basically, I counted the Wendy and Maya stuff as just like a single scene, even though it isn't. I, oh, I, really? I that's, a, I, 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 that's what I kind of counted as in my head. And I, anyway, oh. though, that's 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 what I liked the most, though. Was that, me too. Maya, that was the best part of that Wendy scene, talking yeah. to Maya. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's also what makes it yeah. so good. But. Yeah, that that was awesome. But that and you're right. That that's what makes that scene to me is Wendy. Just 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 a great contrast between Wendy and Marty. And yeah, I mean, exactly. This season so far, they've shown it. Like first episode, right? Like Marty says all this stuff. Like, oh yeah, we gotta we gotta do all this, this, this. And Wendy just says, "I don't want to lose. <laughs> Losing is not for me." Yeah. <laughs> so, that, that, you know, that's all she yeah. says. They talk about their parenting strategies. I think too in episode one and. Mm-hmm. Her, I think Wendy, like Marty's like, we, we should really line up the way we, we parent, you know, better. And Wendy, I think, goes like, I, I parent forward or something. Yep, <laughs> I agree. We should parent forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, it's interesting to, to watch this season uh, because, unlike other seasons, this is the most on the same page that Marty and Wendy have been, isn't it? Yeah. No, you're right. They, they, they seem to be one look. They seem to both agree, like, I mean, this seems to be our only hope here, right? We'll just, we yeah, just, we'll just, we'll just do this, I guess. <laughs> we'll just yeah, see how it goes. I mean, they, they really, they may have different, they have different personalities, and they have different methods for getting to the goal they're trying to achieve. But they're at least both trying to achieve the same goal at this point. It's really, yeah. I, I mean, they don't, they don't really fight like they have in other seasons. No so, time, no need. Yeah, yeah, but I, I do. We'll I do fight like with Jonah instead. I like a good Marty Wendy blow up though. So I, I am looking, I'm looking forward to the first one. I'm sure we're going to get one at some point. So yeah, but, but yeah, the, the scene in Helen's house, I mean, first of all, with, with Javi telling, I, I Javi's growing on me. Like I, I, I kind of like him as a character. I, I think they probably still injected too much of him into episode one, but 
I really enjoy the function he's serving in this season. Uh, and I, I do like him as a character. He definitely uh, has that cool factor that uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's quite what Dell had. Because no, Dell was more mystique and more reserved, yeah. right? Like he wouldn't yeah. lash out as much as Javier seems to lash out, but still, like right. you knew he was just as, if not more dangerous. Right, right. So, so but, but yeah, but I think he fills that that niche nicely, you know, the replacement for, uh, you know, Helen and Dell is Javi. It, may, it was, yeah, basically how much like Navarro is now more of an active role, but he used yep. to be like an even more extreme Helen and Dell in terms of like, mm-hmm. he's just super, you know, oppressive and demanding. And then <laughs> Javi's the other pit, you know, is not really as oppressive, still, still kind of oppressive, still make you do mm-hmm. things. And a bit more crazy than Navarro in the terms that, yeah. you know, he'll actually do some stuff. Navarro seems to, it doesn't seem like he'll do anything to the birds directly, immediately, but I mean, he's kidnapped Marty before, so. Yes, he has. He's he's kidnapped him. And, and now, now he's got Maya after saying that they'll all go to the meeting, so. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, it, it's um, it, it's interesting. Though. I, I, I love that scene, too, when the sheriff shows up. You know, because, you know, Marty basically ha- is in a situation where he he could blow the whistle on Javi. Now, Javi might kill the sh- this sheriff as well. <laughs> he seemed willing to. Yeah, it's the sheriff killer. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've so, killed five other sheriffs. Trust me, I could do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he could blow the whistle on Javi, but he doesn't. And I, I you know, what I, one of the things that I really enjoy about the scene is that Marty as you know even though he is being i mean coerced i mean more than coerced forced to to play this role to do this to, to clean and to hide javi's presence from the sheriff he doesn't cow down to javi like he he doesn't he doesn't act scared of javi he's like you know you know we're, we're returning to the scene of the crime this is how idiots get caught like it's yeah. so he he never he never really gives Javi any more power than you have a gun and I don't. I, I I think he's become jaded to the fact that his life's in danger. Marty? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Compared to like season one. Basically, I, I well, I also think it's because he knows um I think he knows deep down, maybe not even deep down that like he's not expendable right now for the cartel. Like he right. knows they can't kill him, really. Yep. Based yeah, based on yeah. what they're doing for Navarro, like he knows that they won't really kill him. So right. I mean, maybe Javier's his own stuff going on, but yep. All right. Well, you, you're gonna get into the symbols here. Yep. 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 All right. So the Z is the rosary beads that the uh, I assume these represent the priest and the confessional. And just more evidence that this priest is a mole. So uh, here's something else. Then. I I believe I th- I think it's a priest too, but if you look at um, when Ruth goes to buy that urn, there are some of these like rosary beads, cross stuff in the background. When oh, are there? The there is. Yep. To her right, there are some of these. And so now, did you go back and rewatch that scene? Because that's before the symbols. Yeah, I did. I did. well, I so I I saw. I uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I went okay. back. I went because oh, basically basically I'm confused by the pig or the pig the goat. Like I, I'm confused by the goat as to why. I know, why are you confused about the goat? I, I didn't know if there's a special meaning behind the goat. The greatest of all time. 
Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> is that that's not the reason why it's here? Like, I just, no, sure is the reason not. why there's a go? Well, first of all, it's not an urn. It's a cookie jar. Oh, yeah. I forget. Well, that's an urn now. Is, is, yes, is, now is, is it an urn, just a cookie jar? Like, I think it's the same thing. <laughs> yes. Just when you put ashes in, when you put cookies in. So, like. Yes, basically. That's why she got it. But she did say it's perfect. So I, I, I don't know if, if Ben had a thing for goats or if uh, she, she just got it this way so that she could hide the ashes. That was but, my take on it was that so if somebody if Wendy say came in, she wouldn't think to look in the goat cookie jar. <laughs> That's actually yeah, that's true, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but this was this was a scene I flagged when I first thought of like I need to rewatch the scene, like just just because in case I've like something I, or or my my thought process was maybe later in the episode I'll learn why she picked this um mm-hmm. jar better, like I'll understand why she picked the jar, but that did not happen either, so I don't know, I, I, whatever. I think it's just- yeah, so so the rosary beads could represent either, but I I think they're more representative of the priest and that's, 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 that's what i think did he have rosary beads the first time in episode uh, one? In, in episode one he did i don't know oh. if he did an episode. he did not he, did he didn't hear he did not hear yeah. at least not that i saw it. yeah uh, second symbol the a um i guess it's a lowercase a if i had to guess yeah. i don't know uh cleaning supplies pretty obvious helen's marty marty does the cleaning because yep. it's his mess uh because his looking untrustworthy made Javier have to come down and look at him, making him have to stay at Helen's place, thus causing him to have to kill Nix when Nix came <laughs> investigating for Helen. So how does Marty not see this? It's clearly Marty's fault. So. <laughs> That's why he's cleaning yeah. up his mess. Okay. Marty did it. So yeah, yeah. So I'd see I thought the cleaning supplies were representative of the lazy O because they were gutting the rooms. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I know they were Helen's house. Okay. Uh, the R is some chemical structure that I don't know what this is. I, I you know, if I had, I, I was looking at it and I was like, well, if they're, if they're showing, they're not showing any hydrogens, but they're not showing anything other than carbon and hydrogen here. So I'm guessing this is just C22H21. I don't know what this is, but as, I'm sure it's representative of the pharmaceutical company. Yeah. That they shake down. I looked up what like heroin and other opioids look like to see if it looked like this. And I'm like, no, nah, no, that's not it. Like this, this is not it. And then I just, yeah. And I, I it's for the company, I guess. And the stuff's just like uh, the case uh, computer setup, like wires, keyboard, a computer, uh, and probably Jonas computer that he buys for his fledgling new startup. Freelance work. I don't know what you want to call it, but uh, you know, cleaning money for uh, Ruth. I, I have to say, I love that he just outs himself. I also to Marty and, and I love their different reactions. Wendy's mad yeah. at him. And Marty just goes, Well, time to isolate him now. So <laughs> <laughs> time to sever off like the, the rotted limb yeah. from the body. Like, well, not, not not only oh. that, but there's this element of pride in Marty. Oh, there is, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. I was like, don't be proud of him. He kind of yeah. like, oh, you know, I mean, only 14. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I you know, I, I really I, I I loved I loved everything with the, the Snell crew with Snell and Wyatt and Ruth. I, that all of that stuff I thought was top notch. It does make me a little nervous to see Ruth using using heroin because we've not seen that before. And I'm I'm sure that's 
going to lead to something that just didn't feel like yeah she's just going to do it here and then be done with it that felt like it's just how ominous you tell me you don't know a casual heroin user <laughs> i know carrie now <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah, no. yeah heroin yeah. does seem like a pretty hardcore drug as someone yeah. who's not a heroin user i should point out so maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah but, but getting back to jonah I, I love how jonah just never lies to them he's just like yep i'm uh hey, for- he, <laughs> yeah he's 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 not fully stooping down to their level right he's not gonna lie to them fully he's yep. not gonna, you know they have to find out his secrets he'll just tell them yeah whatever yep. I, I did this yeah so. you you know you know that an episode is good when i even like the wendy political machinations because usually that's a big turnoff for me. Not because I don't like backroom political machinations, but because this is not a show about backroom political machinations. So it's really confusing to me. They, they, they usually just kind of throw this in there and say, yeah, this, there you go. But I actually kind of liked this with Jim, this thing that she's setting up here, trying to get one uh, person from each of these five or was it five or eight important There's states five yeah yeah on, onto her board of her of her foundation uh and and the way that that she could do it the ways that she could do it so i, I actually kind of really liked seeing that part of it which is like i said it's hit or miss well uh, how did you feel about the whole claire storyline um, oh I, I enjoyed that a lot actually wonderful. yeah yeah okay which, which symbol was your favorite I think that uh, as far as representation of the episode goes, uh, for me, it's the cleaning supply. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes yeah. Yes, I yeah. Agree. What, yeah. What about uh, character-wise, though? So shape of it forms into a letter. Yeah, I think the best shape is the K, the oh, keyboard. Again, Mr. Sal, spot on. Because like, K <laughs> and A are the hardest, and that's a pretty spot-on K. Granted, that is great. Yeah, it sounds like a a great um starting point but still i mean it doesn't matter yeah looks like a good k yeah. it is what it is yeah you know interestingly i thought the one that looked the least like the letter it's supposed to look like was the z the rosary beads and that's usually the easiest one for them to get you're right you know it's not um uh, you can definitely still see the z if you're looking for it but yeah, i feel like if they just took the cross and made it a little more straighter it would be um mm-hmm. it, it'd look nicer yeah they could have had i mean i, don't know, I have my i have my um I, well, what I think is the worst looking letter is the cleaning supplies. What? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I can see that. That's, that's fair enough. I'd, I'd say the cleaning supplies are my uh, the worst. The A's are normally not that great, though. Yeah, yeah. Except for last week. Last week, they were the best ones. Yeah, yeah. The A was really good last week. Yeah, I'll give them that. So yeah. Good time. yeah. Uh, I think I had a tough time coming up with what I think is the worst representation of the episode because these are actually, I think, really good symbols for this episode. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like the, the cross is, I think, great. Or not actually rosary. Um, computer stuff, obviously, really good. Clean supplies, really good. Uh, and the, the basically, mine just goes by deduction of, I think all those are really good. The, the random chemical they do to make an R then to me is like, I, I feel like you could have done something better than just a bunch of chemicals, right? Something, surely, <laughs> right? Yeah, maybe. But maybe it's like a silhouette of Ben, 
I think he has those pretty iconic like facial features, right? Like he's <laughs> yeah, and bending over because he's but he's dead. I I, I I I don't know really actually what you would do, um. But I I I I put that to them. They have to figure. Maybe maybe you do some of the Midwest states. Maybe maybe take one of the states. I don't know. Well, I guess that one makes sense, but. They mentioned yeah i don't know i'm not sure i i said the rosary beads were the the least representative of the episode just because that scene was very early and very short so that's true that is it, only like a one-off scene but it is yeah. navarro who's the it is. person that we see really maybe yeah. CEO's richer. Yeah. so well, there you go okay all right let's start running through the episode here so we open with uh the this market i i was very confused i actually thought that maybe this was a flash forward or something but then i remembered we weren't watching you know a different series that flashes but <laughs> anyway uh this this one uh is not a flash forward or flashback or anything this is ruth looking for uh and finding a goat cookie jar and we don't know what it's for yet uh although i i did suspect after she stares at the goat and cries i was like ah that's for ben's ashes yeah 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 so anyway, uh, but we uh, we see Marty uh, drive past a billboard that uh, that shows Sheriff Nix and that he is missing, and he is on his way to Maya's house. So when he gets to Maya's house, he meets Baby Wilson. Congratulations, Maya! Yay! <laughs> and Marty asks what it would take to cut a deal for Omar Navarro. Uh, and mm. Miller's response is, is big. It's like uh, a lot more than he's willing to give, including doing some time. So knowing that, knowing that the only way Navarro is going to get out via Miller is to do some time. Do you think he'd be willing to do some time? Maybe. Depends how desperate he is. If he thinks I, uh, Javi got a gun to his head. Yeah, like, I think I, I don't really know about Navarro yet is Look, Omar Navarro is how um what do you really like? Like is 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 what we see when he interacts with Marty and Wendy how he really always is? Mm-hmm. Or is it a front that he knows he has to put up uh right. because he's the leader of a of a drug cartel, right? Like is he yeah, I I don't know. Like I don't know if well, he'll have a meeting. I, I don't know if during this meeting he'll we'll see a more like human side of him where he's like, listen. Mm-hmm. fine yeah i'll take it or like he starts i i don't know or maybe he is always gonna be this hard he might always just be this you know hard individual that he is Could well be. we're gonna get some insights into omar navarro in a little bit but before we do back at home wendy notices that the ben box is missing and jo- and this is another situation where ben jonah man. does not does not lie jonah's just like yeah it, i gave it to ruth because she loved him and she'll take care of it so the end so wendy's not happy about so, this she goes right go ahead what jonah could have done is just taken half the ashes uh-huh give them to ruth and then wendy would never have even known yes i in think fact, in fact just take just put the box there and give ruth the ashes mm-hmm. well there you go i i think that this what jonah did giving the ashes to ruth was not a nice gesture for Ruth because Ruth loved him. No, it wasn't. It, it was a it was a slap in the face to Wendy because she killed him. Yeah. So like he, he needed like the point the point of that gesture was for Wendy to notice. So she did, 
and he, he put it right back out there. Uh, but Wendy goes right over to Ruth's house, wants the ashes back. And Ruth had an interesting response to this. She said, not without Jonah's say so, which is uh, <laughs> jo- Jonah's wielding a lot more power than I ever expected him to wield in this season. 14. <laughs> yeah, clearly, mind, so. clearly, clearly 14. But, uh, but he didn't, uh, she, by the way, uh, Wendy says to Ruth, he didn't love you. He was sick. You would have been done in a month. So, I mean, talk about poison. Like, Wendy is poisoning Ruth's mind here. Do, do you think she's right? Uh, do, you think ben, do you think Ben genuinely loved Ruth? Or Yeah, no, I think Ben just, genuinely like, did love her. I, I do think that whether... I mean, I don't know. The only issue is that Wendy knows Ben the best, mm-hmm. I think. I think she still does know him the best. So Because she seemed... She seemed to have been right about Ben, but it might have also been that she willed it into being by being right about Ben. Like, um, yeah, like the way, like, like the way she acted towards Ben caused him to act or like he lashed out in the way she predicted. But like, Mm -hmm. I I think she believes what she's saying. Right. I don't think she's saying it to hurt. I mean, she's saying it to hurt Ruth's feelings, but I don't think she's like, I think she does actually believe that. And I mean, she does. Maybe she's right. I wouldn't. She does say that. That there's there's been a long line of women in Ruth's situation, so I, I I don't know what his pattern has been and how like we have never seen him in another relationship, so so we don't know. Maybe if we had, we would be able to make a better guess as to whether or not he uh, actually loved her. But at any rate, uh, now let's get to this character development of Omar Navarro because he's in a confessional. And he confesses some stuff that is like, you know, he like kicked the dog and he was impatient with his kids. Uh, that's no, pretty I, bad stuff. That's pretty bad stuff, Mr. Sal. Are you saying that's not bad stuff? You you kick a I, dog I and am, I feel bad? I am not saying that. You, what you, I, you patient what with your children? The, the, uh, I'm not saying that's not bad either. So I, all I'm saying is that he, we know that he's responsible for deaths and like massive amounts of deaths and kidnapping and torture uh and drug running and uh, all these cr- like mm-hmm. a, a huge crimes I, I i think the argument that we need to have here is what's worse all of that or kicking a dog well i can tell you that the punishment would be worse for all of that if he was found guilty us humans in our morality mr sale thinking we know what's wrong yeah, I mean, I, it, I yeah, bet, that's... I bet, if you asked that dog if he could talk, what it disliked more, I bet it would have disliked the kick more. Probably, probably true. Yeah. This goes back to this. This is uh, like the line from Russian Doll, which is in. Uh, I love how you just assume that the universe has the same view of morality as you. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but oh <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's I, the, these things that he's confessing while awful you know uh, uh, are not going to get him in prison right if he was found guilty of being impatient with his kids or even kicking a dog he's probably not going to prison for those things whereas if he were found guilty of murder kidnapping torture drug running he already did confess like five days ago and he's done none of that since then so, so it's interesting that you mentioned it's, it's, he does say it's been five days since my last confession. Like, this is someone who's going to confession a lot. 
I mean, every five days is a lot. What's the normal amount? Uh, Monthly? Like, 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 like maybe once a year. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's what most. But but the thing though, he's got he's got a guy on retainer for this stuff. He does. So why wouldn't you do it like daily, hourly? For Pete's sake, right? He goes, I just committed a crime. One second real quick. I go confess. <laughs> Confesses comes back. Okay, we're good. Let's keep going. Like, you know. Yeah, I got yeah. a retainer. That's what this is for. But I, but I think there's more to what you said earlier, that we have a guy feeling guilt. Uh, uh, because I, I think there's a lot of guilt here. Like, you, you keep a priest on retainer. You go to confession every five days. Even if you're not confessing the stuff that, that could get you into serious trouble. Like there's a reason why you have them on retainer. Like just in case you decide one day, you know what? I really do want to confess that. So, stuff. I I don't know the rules of confessional, but like, can mm-hmm. the priest point out things you've done that are bad that you did not confess? I so I mean, I guess it, I I don't so, but, I, but, I don't think I don't think that he can't. I think he can, but he. I mean, what what does he actually? No, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> do you want to antagonize this guy? Because <laughs> half of me... I, prefer- I, I, I just want to know what this guy's thinking in the back of his head. Well, well, he's confessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep confessing all this stuff, man. Like, this this will really save you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like this, is, this is what you're confessing to? Okay, then. <laughs> I, heard, I heard what the Navarro cartel did the other day. <laughs> okay. The other thing Literally, as your name. Sorry, okay. <laughs> That's no, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> the other thing about confession is that uh, priests, like lawyers, have you know, lawyers have attorney client privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and doctors have uh, patient doctor confidentiality, right? Priest, uh, confessor, and confessee can you know confessor and confess while yeah and priest priest have uh that same type of relationship so the priest is not allowed to say anything about what goes on in the confessional unless there's a harm to other people or that person's self is is, is a harm that's going to be done or even harm that's been done uh it's either Okay, like so you can't tell a priest yeah. that you killed someone. Okay, right, right. I mean, if you've already been convicted for it, then you know, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think we'll hear around this now. <laughs> I feel bad that maybe I could have killed someone. <laughs> I, that hypothetically, I did kill someone. I a friend know. of mine. Yeah, a friend of <laughs> Is that illegal? If I said a friend of mine killed someone, I feel bad about it. I don't really know this friend by name or how they look at all priests, but it makes me feel bad. Yeah, but but the fact that he's got a priest that lives with him and the fact that he's going to confession every five days does tell me that there is some guilt, there is some remorse, and he does want the priest there just in case it is time to turn over a new leaf. Although I do think that would be contingent upon him making a deal with Maya here. I, I think we might get another confession scene if he can make a deal with Maya. Well, we'll see. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, good stuff. I, I love that scene, actually. So, anyway, he, but uh, but he even uh, the priest even asks if he has anything else to confess, <laughs> and he's like, "Nope, nope, good. I'll clean otherwise." What, 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 what if Navarro in his head like justifies it all? It's like, yeah, no, that I haven't done anything wrong. The like, guy, I'm clean as a whistle. 
Like that is, I'm straight uh, with the with all my orders right now. That is fine. Uh, maybe he does, but I, I doubt it. I doubt it very much. Anyway, he leaves to call Marty, and yeah, I, I was wondering at this point if he had a genuine desire to turn over a new leaf. And, and I, I'm starting to think that he actually might. So, by the way, is this the first time we've ever seen Omar Navarro without the birds or Helen? Hmm. I know we've seen him with the birds. And I know we've seen him with Helen. Maybe. I don't think we've seen him by himself before, which that's a that's a big shift. I'm trying to think if we ever saw him when Marty got kidnapped, but yeah, we we did, but he was with Marty. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think like without Marty, but no, yeah, I think you're. Um, well, uh, the only thing we saw was um when like his family got uh, hit by the Lagunas cartel. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Which, by the way, that was in a church. So I wonder if this is why he keeps the priest on retainer because he's afraid to go to church. <laughs> so but no anyway. you're right well we don't always see him like this even if we do so. yeah i mean if this is going to be a thing that they regularly do that they show us navarro without the birds like that's a big deal for us oh yeah i'd love to see that i want to i want to see his inner thoughts yeah all right at the grocery store navarro calls marty and wants to meet miller so and then back at the humble abode javi trash talks the birds and omar just hits him and goes off on him for killing nicks uh, and Javi says he's going to take care of it, but he's clearly seething. So, you gotta love this I, like bureaucracy chain of command. Clean up your mess, okay? I will. <laughs> you clean up your mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did we talk about that? Someone. We talked about that in another series, didn't we? About bureaucracy. Yeah, that, but that oh, I love that so specific much. bureaucracy. It was like <laughs> you go fix like, this. Okay, I will. Yeah. You yeah. fix this. I shall. That I shall. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I it. swear. We, fix. We, was it Ozark? It might have been I, Ozark. I, I can't remember. Um, I know we've talked about this before. Well, I mean, it's yeah. wonderful. One of the one of the beauties of bureaucracy that Ozark has shown us was the the reverse poisoning of the the heroin when um Darlene added like ketamine to it. Oh. Yes. No, beautiful. it wasn't ketamine. It was beautiful. fentanyl. Fentanyl. Beautiful though, nonetheless. Sorry. Things get in my head, but yeah, fentanyl. They're beautiful. Lo- loved that intro. I think we both did actually. I th- I think you might have loved it even more than I did. It was star started anyway. Sorry. That was a mess mess of an intro. Anyway, you know, I can't I can't think of that. What was the bureaucracy? Oh, but ma- many things, <laughs> many things, many things in this world. I think you can relate to a bureaucracy nightmare. So yeah, yeah. I'm so disappointed. I can't think of it. But we we have definitely had this conversation before. Anyway. In Kansas City, Darlene is pissed at Frank because Frank is spooked by Nix's disappearance. It's like, you know what? If the cartel's after a sheriff, I'm a sitting duck. I don't. I want nothing to do with this. So, uh, Darlene reads that as, oh, well, I got to get another sheriff in my pocket then. So she goes to see the new sheriff, Carrero, who is currently meeting with Mel. And Mel does tell her, you know, check the footage at Helen's place. They probably have security camera. You know, it, which is pretty astounding that that hasn't been done yet but, <laughs> well, listen, uh, listen, for what like tv show cops that are not yeah. the main protagonist are like yeah. I, I i'm sorry i should have this grossly incompetent like what is this like what <laughs> oh you know i didn't think about that maybe this 
<laughs> Maybe there's cameras. Oh, I didn't think about that one. In fact, I yeah. haven't even thought about going to step foot in her house and checking for a crime scene whatsoever. I'm just well, I'm just... I think it's somewhat forgivable here. In a... Yeah, For I guess next... you're right. Crime scene's fine, actually. You're right about the crime scene. But the cameras, the cameras at this point, if there's cameras around. But um... as far as Nix was concerned, he wasn't going to mess with it because he knows what Helen is and he doesn't want to be there. But yeah, he went anyway. But um, as far as Carrero is, is concerned, well, she doesn't see a, a crime here. She sees somebody who wants to avoid signing divorce papers. Well, they're but they're a missing person though now. The report is a missing person. Is she? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Okay. Is she not? I well, mean, then, well, this was be forty eight hours uh, that Nix told Mel he could report her as a missing person. Now, well, it's been way more than forty eight hours. I presume Mel has reported yeah. her as a missing person. Yeah, that's fair. Fair enough. Okay, so anyway, uh, Darlene pops in, but Carrero wants absolutely none of her. You'll you can... wait until the next election cycle, which Kurt's betting on happening. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can F all the way off, Darlene. Goodbye. So, on the Missouri Bell, we see the Sam, and he has a major gambling problem, like a legitimate one at this point. Uh, Wendy recognizes it and actually bans him from the casino. But then Wendy meets with Jim Reynoldsworth. Is it Reynoldsworth or Reynoldsdorf? I always say the wrong one. Jim. She meets with Jim <laughs> and she wants all the elections in the Midwest West to run through her. And she needs, says Jim, one key player from five states, including Randall Schaefer from Illinois, who hated her. So I'm sure this is someone we're going to meet and this is going to be a, a relatively bulky character here. So I don't I don't know if a Randall Schaefer from previous seasons do you either. No, 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 no. no. Okay. But, and the, the way they spoke about it seemed like yeah, this is back from when she uh, she used to work in the um, campaign of uh, Barack Obama in Illinois when he's running for senator, I believe. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yes. Yes. Now Jim tells her that yeah, if she can get 150 million dollars together in the next couple of months, it probably. Uh, they can they can do make this plan happen in a matter of a couple of years, and she was like, "Well, what about this year?" And he says, "Well, that then you basically needed that money already, so go get it, and we'll see what we can do." Wonderful. All right, at, at Lazio, Jonah goes over the laundering plan with Ruth, and Darlene yells at him. That he better tell her if he knows what happened to Nick's, but he doesn't say, even though we know he knows. What happened to Nix? He doesn't say. So he's still, even though he's turned on Marty and Wendy, he's still not at a point in his life where he wants to, he wants them to to go down for this. Yeah, no. I mean, who knows what Darlene would do? So yeah. Yeah. And she does she also doesn't believe him. Darlene does not believe him, but uh she Darlene fills in Ruth on how hard her day has been. So there you have it. At Maya's house, uh, Maya is very worried about meeting with Navarro and him knowing where she lives. So Marty offers to have her stay with them. And, you know, Charlotte can babysit and she only dropped Jonah once. So not to worry. We get a, and I guess this is a news piece on Claire Shaw, who is a pharmaceutical CEO for Shaw Pharmaceuticals. Uh, And she's giving this interview on this opioid blocker that they're in that they are developing uh and they she also wants to build rehab centers 
which sounds familiar. We know that's what Darlene was planning to do, build some rehab centers. But Jonah, while uh, Wendy and Marty kind of hashed out their plan to build these rehab centers with her, Jonah gets this delivery of a massive system and tells them it's for his new job, which is washing money for Ruth. Uh, yeah. Can I just say, when he says this, he says it pretty loudly. Like the delivery driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clearly could have heard it going, wash money for, oh, well, that's huh. odd. Anyway, we'll just get back to work. Like, like, yeah. It's, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like something, a slider, right? Because I can suspend belief, but I really don't think they hide stuff as well as they should. <laughs> or at least like keeping the secret as much as they should. You know what I mean? What? Like I yeah, yeah. Like for one one being like Nix's body, how Jonah caught that. Like Jonah caught them moving Nix's body. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness it was Jonah that saw it. Like what no, maybe thank goodness. Like, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, no, you're right. But like I guess it beats Jonah seeing it over like a lot of other people seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. like almost anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Just anyway. Yeah. I understand. Uh, but Wendy is beside herself when she hears this. Marty's a little bit proud, but he does cut him off immediately. <laughs> I, I do. I just love that. Yeah, I love that immediate reaction. He just goes to like, cut, just cut him off. Like, oh, Charlotte, don't, don't, we don't yeah. talk about the family business in front of Jonah. He's out. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, at the crap, Darlene's crap. Darlene's, uh, Darlene's old crew is pushing meth on the water. They stole her gimmick. And so now she has no crew, but Ruth and Wyatt brainstormed selling designer heroin. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, lines here is farm to needle, yeah. farm to needle. But Darlene is either very annoyed with them and their idea, or she's sick. Nothing. That's you shoe hammering in that point. She's just, mm-hmm. she just doesn't like the idea. Yeah, it's possible. That I'm over reading too much into it, and it's just Darlene being Darlene, and doesn't want anything new. Yeah. That is possible. People got to shoot up the old-fashioned way. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone needs to have the fair opportunity <laughs> to shoot up, not just the. Elites. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man! All right, Wendy goes to visit Claire at Shaw Pharmaceuticals, and asks her how she feels about donating 150 million dollars. To build rehab centers. But Claire says, I like you. I like your organization. I like this idea, but it's not going to happen right now. Hopefully in a couple of years. Well, a couple of years is exactly what Wendy's trying to avoid. She wants things done yesterday. So we're going to have to see what she does with that information. But back at the Lazy O, Marty visits Ruth and uh, says Jonah is off limits. But Ruth wonders what he's going to do about it. If Jonah continues to work for her, fair enough. <laughs> and I wasn't a note here that Marty says he would have set up the accounts for Ruth had she just asked him. Oh yeah, which I feel like I believe Marty. I do. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I really should, but ah, why not? I, it seems like Marty does genuinely care about Ruth, but Ruth does not really care about Marty as much. Uh, like, I think Ruth. Like, I think Ruth, if push came to shove, Ruth would try to protect Maybe. I Maybe. Mean, I, I still think there's there's something in there, but I think Marty cares more than Ruth does. Yeah, you're probably right. So. Anyhow, uh, in Chicago, Ruth is uh, there to meet with this rich gambler chef. Is it is it Carrie or Gary? 
I thought it was Carrie, but maybe it's Gary. I also thought it was Carrie. I just... Oh, no, we're good then. Okay, then Carrie right. it is. Okay, Carrie. And Carry she on. pitches. Yeah, okay. Found... <laughs> yes, very good. Sorry, I just really had to shoehammer that in. Okay. All right. Yeah, you definitely did shoehammer. <laughs> yes. So she pitches him on the idea, and she he says he wants to have some before he goes all in on this. Uh, Reasonable. So he tra- he's, he's going to try it, but he doesn't want to try it alone. So he says, you know, and, you know, you got to be careful. Could be poisoned. Yeah. So here, I mean, I, technically, I think it is poison, right? But anyway. What is it nowadays, Mr. Sell? What? What isn't poison nowadays, Mr. Sell? Yeah, fair point, fair point. But anyway, he Im- implores her to try it first. It'd be rude for her not to. So she does it. And then he does it. And he's very interested. But So I have a completely separate thought to do with poisoning something like it has this been poisoned would this work if i pre-took an antidote and then had the poison i have no idea it depends on what the poison does i guess okay but it would as long as like the antidote was still in my system would still like it would work maybe i, I don't know i mean I, does it does a gastrointestinal a test intestinal poison work the same as a neurotoxin yeah which is the- same as like something that will send you into anaphylactic shock. Like, you know, they oh, yes, work the same. I'm telling you, they, they all work the same. <laughs> and, and an antidote would work exactly the same for all three. Okay. <laughs> There's a poison out there, surely, that I could pre take the antidote and then, like, do you know, do the, like, the stupid game of like, here, yeah. like, here, here, here's this drink, right? Here's some lemonade. Mm-hmm. Let's have some lemonade. Here, I'll, here, you, pour me a glass. Ready? I drink the lemonade. It's safe to drink. Drink some lemonade, please. Yeah. Then they drink some and go, ha ha. I actually poisoned the whole lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a, a scene from The Princess Bride, right? Have you seen The Princess Bride? I feel like I have. Maybe I've heard of it. Is this like, Nowhere, there's no way this is the movie that I'm thinking of. So someone poisoned someone. Yeah, the Princess Bride. He has the iocane powder, and he he they play the game where there's poison in one of these glasses. You have to pick which one the the poison. No, I've I've not seen the Princess Bride. Oh, you need to see that movie. It's a wonderful movie. But at any rate, uh, that's Andre the Giant. Yeah, it's awesome. It's such a great movie, but uh, turns out somebody has uh, spent some time developing an, and an immunity to this specific poison by microdosing on it and then steadily increasing the dosage until they were able to tolerate it in larger quantities. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, there's also an episode of the the '60s Batman. Have you ever seen that? No, what is this? Because I mean, I've heard tel- of Batman, but there's a te- television series in the '60s, Batman, and and it was pretty hysterical. But in one episode where Batman knows he's going to be poisoned, he spends the entire day drinking buttermilk to coat his stomach. Did it work? Did yeah, have? of course. It, no, we didn't. <laughs> Good work, Batman. Get some again. <laughs> pretty, pretty ridiculous, but anyway, uh, the other thing that. Carrie wants us to visit the farm. He wants to see, get his hands in the dirt and figure out if uh, he wants to do this. So uh, back home, Marty and Wendy have a meeting with Claire. So uh, they have to leave Maya kind of on her own to go to this meeting, uh, which is a little weird for her to be in Marty's house as a house guest 
and Marty's not there. So uh, anyway, uh, at the crep, Darlene's crep, Gary or Carrie is all in. He loves the dirt. This is fantastic mm-hmm. dirt. Can I take some home? Am I, am I allowed to take some home? This is some great dirt. <laughs> you know, it's really funny though, is that he's talking about how great the dirt is. But they made a big issue in season one. Out I know, of it's crappy the fact dirt. That they, they can't grow anything except for poppies here. Maybe that's why I tell you great dirt. Like, this is great poppy dirt. He just knows this poppy dirt, I guess. Yeah, he grew up on a farm, Mr. Sal. Yeah. But Darlene gets increasingly more annoyed with him with every word that he says. Uh, and she puts the kibosh to all of it. And uh Yeah. It takes off uh, with Wyatt. You know, Ruth says to Wyatt, "You talk some sense into her." Uh, and when he, when Carrie finds out that Wyatt and Darlene are dating, he's a little shocked. As as was I, Carrie. As was I. So, so why do you think Darlene's not not in on this? Well, I think he came across as a little too highbrow. Okay, so exact right? reasons why she was upset in the first season. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Gotcha. Okay. So she's like, not dying. Good. No, I think she's also dying. But, but you think she's dying at, a, at, a, at an accelerated rate? I think she has a terminal illness. Yes. Okay. That is not life. That is not is a ter- life. Because living is a terminal illness, I guess. I, I, well, it's terminal. I don't think it's an illness. <laughs> That's true. I would agree. <laughs> no. about that. Yeah. So Marty and Wendy meet with Claire on the Missouri Bell and they convince her to donate $150 million if they can save her $300 million on her opium costs. I, and I am trying to kind of wrap my head around how this works, how they have this like FDA approved opium. Are you telling me that Navarro's running FDA approved opium? I guess, or at least they have a way to fake it until you make it. Like maybe you pay oh. off. Maybe you pay off like some people that do sell uh, yeah. FDA approved op- opium, and they just say, "Yeah, I, I sold this to them," and then really they they didn't, and they did none of the yeah. work, and yeah, they get a bit of a payday, but it's worth it for them. And you just give them your opium at way below uh, the legal price, but hey, at least you're selling right. it. Yeah, yeah. And and you know what's interesting? Uh, they one of the ideas that they use to pitch her on this yes is, is that she'd be taking all of this heroin <laughs> right off the streets like how much good would you be doing by doing this i mean what you'd be doing is yeah you'd, you'd be taking a lot of heroin from a lot of people but you'd also be doing you'd be helping out darlene's operation <laughs> that's what i thought i went like yeah i mean you're right what i mean it's the heroin that's out there's more valuable and that, yeah. that'll help out Darlene's operation because she can sell to the common person now at even more of the price. <laughs> That's true. Nature abhors a vacuum, right? So they were surprised. But you know what? I thought they were surprisingly honest and open with her. Like yeah. they, they, they put all their cards on the table. They're like, yeah, we work for a drug cartel. And, you know, take advantage of that fact. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Wendy's excited. And she tells Jim to get started. And I don't know who this is. This looks like maybe his partner. I, I'm not sure. His husband, maybe. Um, someone, yeah. Yeah. It looks well. like someone who someone who lives with him. That's what it seems like anyway. But he tells him that he's going to have to choose pretty soon. Maybe Mr. Charles Shaw. Wilkes or the birds. Maybe maybe we're way off. Maybe this person's just like a random person. He he just met like 
at this like club or something, and they were yeah. having a little chit chat. He's like, "Well, you look like you gotta make a choice here, Jumbo." <laughs> Welcome to the birds. This, all these people that I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, yep. What, what anyway. do you think Jim's gonna choose? Oh, the birds. I don't think it's that simple. Why not? I I feel like he would pick the birds, but I wonder if he will backstab the birds. That's possible, but I, I I think he picks the birds. Uh, I mean, first of all, because that's what the series is about. It's about the birds, not about Charles. So yeah. the birds need him right now. So yeah, so well, he, the he, Ozarks, Mister So. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So, um, but I also I, I see more benefit from him for him go back uh, from going with the birds. What's the benefit for him? More power. Uh, more power. More money. Yeah. What? Yeah, they they seem like they're trending to a higher trajectory than Wilkes. Do you agree? They have ambitions to be higher than Wilkes. We'll see. Yeah, and we're talking to the the the, yeah. We're I I think it's that's pretty clear. So, but yeah, I I think that he picks the birds. Um, Yeah, it's also what about the loyalty towards Wilkes, Mister Sal? You know, well. They also have to think about who's more dangerous. Like, who's more dangerous to reject? Is it more dangerous to reject Wilkes or the birds? Seems like the birds are the more dangerous uh, rejection here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I think he's going with the birds. Anyway. I, I do like uh, how the birds now, like, especially Marty, they, he doesn't go like, I'll do something to you if you don't listen to me, right? He, yeah. he goes, my employer. <laughs> Well, he's, he's always he's always done that though he, yeah, he, yeah. To, he, he started first, doing it a lot more in like season two or three maybe his, 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 but his his first meeting with jacob snell he, he said that he's like you can kill me if you want but i my employers will I mean, definitely kill me so yeah, yeah I, I can't do this he did that yeah and, <laughs> he actually did it in episode two in the bathroom meeting he went listen oh yeah take that money you guys could kill me and take that money but my employer will come looking for you. That's never. That's a, that's a drug cartel. Remember, I, I forgot who's googling it, but someone googled it. Three, three, three. three. Okay, three. Useful three. He, he googled it, <laughs> and then Ruth still wanted to kill him. So what? A, what a great vote. Let's not yeah, forget. Yeah. Voted to kill him. A lot of people voted to kill him, and then work with them. Ruth says <laughs> Javier. <laughs> killable. I, I think. I think. I think Marty can look past the vote to kill thing. I, th- I think he can look past it. He clearly can. <laughs> I mean, clearly. So, but speaking of the vote to kill, Javi is waiting in Marty's boat for him because they're going to go clean up Marty's mess. Yeah. This is your mess. So, Javi makes him literally clean up the mess by scrubbing the floor, scrubbing the walls. And he tells him that he is untrustworthy. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure what Marty did to Javi or even to Omar. I mean, he just looks untrustworthy, Mr. Sal. I guess so. I guess so. But while Marty's scrubbing, Omar Navarro calls and Marty tells him about uh, the, the farmer, the farmer company deal. So uh, did something, probably shouldn't have done it, but I'm going to need $300 million worth of heroin. <laughs> so there you have it. Anyway. Uh, and Omar, and uh, like Navarro yeah, says, yes. Right. He, yeah, he, he does. Agrees. Yes, he, he goes. Says, okay, well, is this well? Is this good for me, or how does it help me? Is yeah. it's good for us. Or is it good for you? Like he's, <laughs> yes, we've got his ear. Yep, exactly. So uh, Wendy at home gloats to Jonah to try to get him back. Like, yeah, you chose wrong, kid. 
the murder money team we just got 150 million bucks <laughs> this is looking me to mr sal about the about the uh survive the series here i'll look at that you back the wrong side mr sal <laughs> yeah <apparently. laughs> you back the wrong one yep 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 but jonah asks if they burned nix's body so this is pretty sweet this puts her right in her place you know so yeah, you can go it all you want but listen to this dirt i got on you so I'm not sure how much building you so, really want to do. He's flying his drone around and they kind of show camera angle of him landing it. Do you think he recorded mm-hmm. it? Did, did he record anything, do you think? I think there's a good chance of it. Although I don't think you can really hear stuff with drone recordings, do you? No, because drones are pretty freaking loud. Yeah. So I, I don't, and this drone is definitely loud. I, I, don't, I don't think he's, rec- I, if he was recording, I don't think he got anything. Well, maybe he recorded Maya Miller at their house. She's in the window. I thought that could be. That could oh, be. Oh yeah, but you're right. Yeah, without the audio recording, I don't know. But I mean, that would be useful for like dirt or something. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So anyway, uh, Helen at Helen's house, uh, Carrero, the sheriff Carrero, the new sheriff, shows up to check uh, the system, but Marty has wiped it, and he does not throw Javi under the bus. In fact, he and Carrero leave together. Which, by the way, that that. I'd be very thankful for if I were Marty. Be like, ah, yes. She says, come on, we'll leave together. Like, yes, thank you. I would love to. <laughs> I, I have not seen the sun in several days. Thank you. And why, why don't you have that gun at the ready as we walk out the door here? You never know. So, yeah, it be like bandits yeah. outside. <laughs> bandits, yes, exactly. I've always been worried of bandits, Mr. Sam. Barbarians. <laughs> I don't know what's out of the in the woods. <laughs> Who knows? Uncivilized species could be out there ready to overtake us at any given moment. These are fantastic points, Kurt. Thank you. (laughs) So, uh, but like I said, Marty has wiped that footage, so there's no footage there anymore. Uh, Back home, Marty finally arrives back home after telling Maya that he'd be back, you know, relatively soon. He's like, I'm only half an hour away. That's all. (laughs) But Mel shows up creeping outside. This guy has a death wish because Miller confronts him with, with her weapon points at him. But Marty takes over and Mel lays it all out for him. And Marty, uh, I mean, he, he lays everything. He's, he's got it. He, Mel has it all figured out. Yeah. And Marty just kind of flips him off, dismisses him, kicks him out. But now he, he knows that Mel knows so- that Marty. there's there's something he says where he's like you know he can tell marty knows what happened to helen and then he says something of does it have something to do with you know your wife's brother or something like oh yeah evokes ben yeah he does and so it's like my my main thought is what slash how does he know and did he speak with aaron because aaron would be the one to be able to connect that dot between them right pretty easily i would say yeah, that's a good uh, point. Compared, like compared to the other things, I really don't know how you can connect it out with Ben, like any real feasible way. I mean, maybe with the camera footage, he could see Ben talking. You know, maybe storming over to Helen if there's outside cameras and stuff, like mm-hmm. yelling at her. But like besides that, I don't know how he could have pinned, um, unless he's not who he says he is, and he's not really a PI. That's a, that's another possibility. Well, I think he is a PI for what he says. And now is, is Mel's changing a bit. I'm not sure, but I mean, I'm intrigued by how he knows this. I'm presuming it's through Aaron, but I'm not. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Now, 
I, I think that's a good hypothesis. I, I'd, I'd be willing to get on board with that. So, all right. Wilson and Maya are up in the middle of the night, and Marty denies knowing anything about Helen, but he does tell her that Javi's in town. So he's not 100% honest with Maya, but he is definitely giving her more information than Wendy would be comfortable with. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Yep. At 5 a.m., Marty gets the 30-minute warning call. Uh, Maya is not happy, does not feel right. She's backing out, uh, but this is not really an option. Marty Navarro gives Marty 10 minutes to make it happen or that pharmaceutical deal is off. It gives him nine minutes. Such BS here. This is the yeah. fastest minute in, in like yeah. my life here. <laughs> okay. This is like, I think, I don't know if I ever... Did I ever tell you, like, what I, I don't know? I, this is a long time ago, but I tell you what they used to do in gym when, when I was in elementary school. No. Well, well, what happened is, is if you wanted to drink at the water fountain in gym, there's a lot of kids running around the gym, whatever, we're in elementary school, that there's one water fountain. And so you go to the water fountain, but obviously everyone wants to chant. Like people, sometimes lines would form at the water fountain. And so the rule was if you're at the water fountain, you can drink at the water fountain, but if someone comes away in line, if they go, one, two, three, go. That's enough water. You can either go to the back of the line or <laughs> you can you know, go back and play. But like, you got to stop drinking at the water fountain now, right? You can't, because some kids just sit there like chugging water. It's just like, I guess fine <laughs> to an extent, but you don't really need to do that. Like you'll feel thirsty. Yeah. You have a bit of water. You'll, you'll, you'll feel better in a bit. So anyway, but, mm-hmm. but what, what, what would happen from this though, is that kids would literally come up to you and go, one, two, three, go. And it's like, they would, they would do it. So, <laughs> so what happened? What would happen if you get like five kids in like one, like parading line of like, one, two, three, go. And then the kid would like run to the back of the line. And then the kid would go, one, two, three, go. Like it was literally, it was, I'm remembering it now. And it was madness. <laughs> the system is, That's trash. Is, it wasn't really like three, four seconds. You would get like a second of water. And then you'd be told that. I remember. Like I've seen kids like not get a sip of water. They were already done. Then they start like arguing. It was just terrible. That's awful. Oh my God. I think back about it. So anyway, uh, I, I don't know why. Navarro just cheating them this minute reminds me of these kids cheating me out of precious seconds of water. Because Yeah. That's not, that's not three, four seconds. Anyway. No, it makes sense. Uh, it's no problem. That was cool. Fun story. Fun story. I'm sure it was good times. Yeah, no. And, yeah, there you go. It is probably trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, at any rate, once Wendy finds out that they have 10 minutes to get Maya to, com- to commit to this meeting, she comes in guns blazing and basically lays it out for Maya and says, you know what? If you're not going to protect my family, I'm not going to protect yours. You know, and this is as Baby Wilson is in the room here with her. So, this is a this is a huge deal. And so, the next thing we see is Nelson coming up with the car and getting Maya into the car with no birds. There are no birds there to protect her. No birds Just, allowed. Birds birds need not to fly. Yeah, I mean, I am always for that, but. Yeah, but it's interesting that, that she'll be interacting with Navarro without Marty's filter. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. How, how, how in the pocket is Maya? Uh, what's going to happen here? What if Maya just shoots Navarro? Uh, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I actually, I would not like that trade. If Maya killed Navarro, I, I don't think that's good for me. Actually, no, it's, I forgot Navarro's my guy. That'd be terrible. Yeah. For Never mind. It was just terrible. I hope, I, hope they, a- I hope they go to a kumbaya and they go, listen. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the Virgo's. Listen, I've been a bad man. I'll go to jail for however long you need me to go. 
right? I just want you to live, Maya. You have a kid. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you protection, Maya. You got to survive. And 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 I'll kill three. <laughs> the cement are are alive. You got to shoe hammer that one in there, huh? I think three's your safest uh, character right now. Oh, I, I definitely do too. Yeah. Can can, but, can we be allowed to like kill off each other's characters somehow? How could we do that? I don't know. I just need to. Don't worry about it. I guess I guess if I get desperate and I if I somehow end up in last place, I'll uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll write to the show writers. Like part two's not out yet. Maybe I could get them to change something. <laughs> Listen, I really I really need Marty and Wendy to die, and Jonah and Cheryl to live. Can you help me out with that? <laughs> Can you please help me out? <laughs> Pretty please. Anyway. Oh my god. Yeah. One episode, Mr. Sal. You only gave it a nine. That's a good grade. Shameful. Did you say gentle? No, shameful. Shameful. Wow. After, after, <laughs> I, it, it, they deserve a hundred, but you gave them a 90 mm-hmm. because it felt like a, and that's just the power going to your head. I, I don't know. Maybe I gave them like a 94. Why not a 95? Because then I'd have to round up to a 10. <laughs> I don't want to give them a hundred. That's why. I don't. I don't want them being that close. Oh. Look, I just, I just know what I've given tens to in the past, Rosark, and what I'm sure I'm going to be giving tens to in the future. And this is, this is great, but this is like, this is set up. This is an episode two. That's what, that's what this is. It's an episode two. Yeah, you're right. Well, what of it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's transitional. It's, it's a setup episode. It's not. It's not an episode that you know blew my mind. And okay. well, no, you're fair. Okay, just, yeah. just there's nothing amazing mm-hmm. except Maya gets in the car alone to go to Navarro. And uh, yeah, we've we've seen Marty get in the car alone at the end of an episode. And the birds just secure themselves a hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, I mean, I want to see more of how that's going to work. Like it's not it's not enough for them to just get 150 million dollars. I want to see the machinations of that play out. Okay. You know what else I would like to see? Frank. I would like to see episode three, City on the Make. That's what I'd like to see. But we can't because we're not done covering this episode yet. Because have you checked the time recently? Mr. Sal. I've been yes. ready for this time because that's TV oh, time. It is TV yeah. time. Yeah, man. Woo-hoo. Ain't no time like a TV time except for game day. There's a day. <laughs> Always room to shoehorn in a game day. I mean, a shoe hammer in a game day. <laughs> okay. Well. All right. What you got for me? Fives. That That's safe to say the people gave it a five. 77%. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, character ratings. The people, Marty, Marty gets a five. Marty, Marty, not five. Marty, Marty, I'm Marty, very confused. Top, Marty, Marty is the top rated person by the people. All it's right. Doubt. I'll do okay. that. I, I'm giving it to Marty or Wendy. So I'm not going to give it to Ruth, even though the best. Okay. I, I'm not giving it to Ruth. I'm telling you right now. Now, ah, but I do like which stuff to show. Man. The, the, the issue that arises basically. Marty and Wendy's story in this episode is relatively similar, except I think Marty's is better. So I, I would vote because 
Villain and Wendy really like they both have that nice Claire scene I like. Wendy's the first Claire scene and she she invokes mm-hmm. Ben and stuff. But Marty's scene with Javier is even better than that. So I think he wins out. And then uh, his scenes with Miller are great. Like basically, I think he wins out. Well, Wendy, I think, does have like the best scene with Miller. I think Marty has more consistent. Like, I think um I think Marty beats out Wendy in this episode. The only question yeah. is Ruth has so many more different scenes than Marty, especially oh, they have a scene together too. That was a good one too. Bye, Marty. <laughs> no, that's a, I'm voting Marty. I think you voted Marty. If you didn't say Marty, I think I've convinced you to say Marty. And if I haven't convinced you, you haven't listened to me properly. It's Marty. So you, me, Marty. Actually, the people said Marty already. So yeah, everyone says Marty. All right. So the people said Marty, 75%. Yes. Then, of course, you got yourself right. Yeah. So yeah. every other week, you call me a hipster. Every yeah. other week. Yeah. Why this week are you saying I'm picking Marty? Because you picked Marty. Because you have hacked my TV time account. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> Mr. Like you son of a gun. Sal, you're the most hipster hipster, which is like, you, you, <laughs> you sometimes <laughs> go with the people to think, to make it look like you're not a hipster. But you are really a hipster, and that's how I can reach it, Mr. Sal. Oh, my God. But why? How, how, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't even... A tough call for me. Actually, the the person I would have voted for if not Marty would have been Maya. Oh, okay. Mm. But ah, I could see that, I guess. But no, this is a Marty episode. This is good. Yeah, he has a lot of great scenes. Basically, if there's any great scene, there's like an eighty percent chance Marty's in it. <laughs> yeah, in this episode for sure. So, or you mean just in general? This episode, no, this episode, this episode. Yeah, yeah. No, this yeah. this. This I, I I loved Marty in this episode. This this was it, he was clearly my favorite character. It's the funny. same reason Petty wins. I think my best character for Game Day, a great episode. <laughs> I shall remember it, because yeah, he's yeah. just in every great scene, right? Or yeah. he's just in a lot of like great scenes. That he just gets yeah. it. So same same. There was there was there was another episode. It was in season two, uh, where it was similar for Rachel. Yes, like, right. I think you really uh, Ra- so Rachel had all the great scenes. So oh, yeah. I can't remember what the name of that episode. Oh, Stag. It was Stag. Yes. Stupid One title. with no Stag. Yes. That's why they're being a Stag in either episode prior or after. But, yeah. No, there was like three of four episodes had the deer in it, but not the one that was titled Stag. Well, whatever. So, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Marty. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Did you think I wouldn't predict that you picked Marty, Mr. Sal? Yeah, correct. I, 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 Thought there's no way he's gonna predict I pick Marty this time because I never pick Marty. <laughs> okay, you're like according to, he, according to him, you think you're like a shrewd, like he, he, he this time. He'll never know. Part of me thinks when you pick your character in the back of your head, you're like, I, I, I want to pick someone Kurt won't expect me to pick. But obviously, <laughs> if you did that, you'd pick like Nick's, and then I would never get it. Yeah, pick. I mean, yeah, exactly. So you, you don't you don't actually do that, but I like to think in the back of your head, you're like, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I mean, th- th- I mean, it definitely crosses my mind, but it does- I don't change my vote because of you. No, 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 yeah, I don't think you do. You just, <laughs> you just hope that I won't guess your vote. Exactly. It shows that I'm in your head rent free. <laughs> yeah, I don't readable. like this very much. I don't like this very much. You've gotten me right two out of two times on on Ozark episodes this season. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll see how how the streak continues. Whether I can hold it up. What was the episode? Last episode was a Wendy. You no, said, it was Ruth. 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 Okay, I already forgot. It didn't matter because I already got it correct. Oh, you know what? Maybe you did. Maybe you did get that wrong. I don't know. No, I'll have to I go didn't. back and look. No, no, we'll just. I got it right. We're thinking we got it right. I right. We'll just say I got it right. I, I mean, there's no need, Mister Sal. So <laughs> we got all the evidence here. Now we look at the test scores. Just take our okay. word for it. 
All right. Sounds good to me. Take our word for it, folks, that we will be back for episode three next week. And next week, we're going to double down on on Ozark. You're going to get episode three and four. We're going all in. We're going all in. (laughs) I got to stop making gambling references at the end of Ozark podcasts. But yeah, episode three and episode four next week, episode five and six the following week, seven in the recap the week after that. So it, it is probably. You know what? It's probably slower than you'd want to watch the episodes, but maybe not. It might be perfect pacing for you if you have binged the series in like two days and then you don't want to be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you can come back and listen to these two clowns talk about Ozark and make predictions that you know are wrong and it's fun to, oh, yeah. to laugh to laugh at people making yeah as, well, as, as one's convinced someone's got a terminal <laughs> disease the other one knows i know there's gonna be the the, the time jump I, i'm calling it easily <laughs> okay there you have it and I'll, uh, folks, also yeah sorry the survive the series but yeah yes yeah well i'm I, yeah Half probably folks you you probably already know who's ahead at the end of this half season of uh survive the series we we don't we don't know. So at any rate, uh, folks, you can reach us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. But if you do, don't spoil our Survive the Series, please. Uh, and uh, you can please feel free to, to subscribe and download, and like and follow and share the podcast. We would appreciate that so much as well. So until next time, when we discuss City on the Make, well, we hope you have a great week and watch lots of Ozark.